Thank you for being here. Door Door NYC on all platforms, all podcast platforms and on Instagram where I share my thoughts and photography and marry them together. Um, My name is Doreen. Some people call me Dor. You can look back at the previous (laughs) podcasts and, and hear more about that and how this came about. But I'm back after a very impactful and packed summer. I actually traveled for the first time in two and a half years back home to where I grew up in Israel. And I got to hug a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time and spend a lot of family time, uh, personal, close family and um, extended family, which I have a lot. I think we counted that I have 53 second cousins and I might be forgetting someone, but 53 second cousins. I have a lot of cousins as well. And the only reason I know about the second cousins is because my daughters were fascinated by the amount of um, extended family they have. And they kind of forced me into <laughs> counting them with them. And it was it was great. And we've seen most of them because we arrived in Israel in a month full of beautiful celebrations. And I hope it will forever continuing continue being this kind of um, experience we had a few um, newborn babies in the family a big wedding and um, and a lot of small little celebrations including my daughter's 13th birthday which was a big deal and is a big deal this year so it was it was full of experiences and It was also at the same time full of meeting myself and my younger self as an older person in a lot of memories um, that I never really got to do on my previous visits in the last 23 years that I've lived outside the country. Because every time I would go, I would have little tiny babies with me or I was single, but I would come for just 10 days at a time and between adjusting to jet lag and readjusting back and seeing everybody and trying to squeeze some travel, I hardly ever had the chance to really have experience, in-depth experience with the people I love or see them as um, frequently as I have this time. And it was refreshing and different and a little bit overwhelming at times because you're so used to living by yourself or having your space and then you live off of suitcases traveling from one place to the other sleeping in other people's beds and showering in their showers and cleaning their dishes and doing laundry and missing your bed but at the same time you wake up in the morning and your cousin is across the hall (laughs) And you text her, hey, good morning, coffee. And you sit there and you talk and you connect and you hold her little baby. And in four weeks span, you see this baby grow and change in front of your eyes. And I'm going to miss that closeness and the ability to just be myself, dress as I wish, 
and and be accepted and loved this this was amazing and much needed and there were a lot of little epiphanies that kind of came from this experience a lot of open conversations a lot of very honest conversations and experiences that I will probably digest for a long time this one this this little story is is something I wrote in in a stream of consciousness the other day as it was sitting with me since um, it happened and I'm gonna share it with you and would love to hear from those listening and if you connect and you want to DM me um, how's your experiencing your experience going back to your childhood memories and talking with family members and being around people that know you at your best and your worst and sometime misleading you for something else because they remember you as that version of yourself 20 odd years before and you're trying to convince them you're no longer that person it's very difficult because because you've changed but your experiences stayed somewhere in the back somewhere in the past and it impacts the lens of which people see you or you see them it's very interesting um to see that so on my last night in Israel I I walked over to my old childhood building with my cousin um I had this intense feeling about going back there and I've avoided avoided it for the the whole month kind of glanced through it while I was driving but didn't really stop and and walked into that alley and I did it didn't change much. It just it was more run down than I remembered. It's brownish in color. And you know, it was never a building to be admired from the street. It was hidden in a dead end street and and um, I was never really proud of it. But it was home. It was home for most of my my childhood that I recall. It was 90 square meter of space, which is about a thousand square foot, I would say, for a family of five. My siblings and I um, shared a room that led to a shared bathroom, the only bathroom shower in, in, in the apartment. Privacy was non-existent through my first milestones, many milestones. I used to close my eyes and listen to music in my earphones and dreaming of a room of my own one day. Something tiny, not big, not pretentious, with just a mattress and a small light, um, with a portion of wall exposed that I could paint, a color of hope and texture that didn't remind me of bloody traumas or any traumas. I went to sleep dreaming of solitude, solitude and silence from the screaming in the nearby room. The tree outside my room that gave us fruits that I loved devouring and the many flies it attracted as they fell rotten to the ground was my nature calling me and my safe haven. 
the sound of cats in heat that mimicked one of a screaming baby and you never really knew which is which and the neighbor above me that was physically and mentally sexually abused beautiful wannabe model who found in me a very young little girl just learning life found a friend and a secret keeper many memories came through in that little time I had many secrets cigarettes and beers in hiding on the roof late nights debating life's purpose and many fantasies of how I get out of here and make something of myself I studied like there is nothing else that my life could depend on I became friends with a girl whose father was a scientist and taught me geography politics world's cultural history and words in other languages her family took me to my first nice hotel visit on the coast and let me order the most sophisticated and scary looking food in a wine cellar up north I drank knowledge and adapted a new me but where I came from and how I grew up forever stayed within me walking up these small steps where I declared that I've become a woman at the age of 12 or the texture of the walls where I've hurt my body against the hidden understairs area where I hid 12 kittens and nurtured them after their mom left them without letting my mom know because she freaks out over cats but that's another story <laughs> and the backyard where my brother opened his head falling to the ground probably more than once nothing changed but have I changed I don't like going back home much because it sucks me back to things I thought I, I have left behind but then you ask yourself have I really my ghosts hunted me in every corner street on this visit some were fond memories weaved within old wounds and some a bit more triggering than others at that night as I walked into the building the door opened and two young ones left it open and were saying goodbye to someone and I look back at my cousin and then I look at the door and in a moment of instinctive reaction I said hi hello they couldn't hear me so I raised my voice a little bit I was like hello <laughs> and they still couldn't hear me and I was like this is not a good idea but I was like just one more time and I said hello and they looked at me a bit odd like who's this stranger in this alley 
way building. And I said, I'm Doreen. I used to live here from the age of nine to 16. They looked at me and then this woman who lives there, I assumed, opened the door fully and said, would you like to come in and see the place? <laughs> I had this mixed feeling in me, but I did. It's funny how you walk into spaces in a different time of your life. It looked the same, but not really. The colored floor tiles were different in every room and without rhyme or reason. And they always been like that. And they asked me, have they always been this way? And I laughed and I said, I don't really recall, but I think so. The room we shared as siblings looked smaller somehow. And I felt a range of emotions. They really made it pretty. I asked if the tree is still out there and they said I should walk out to the back. I did. I saw a bunch of 30-something-year-olds sitting out in a big table and having a dinner party. I was a bit awkward and they had no idea who I was. They asked and I told them and they instantly were thrilled with me at that special moment. They shared the same emotional roller coaster that I have in different ways and different reasons. But they were very welcoming and I felt at home. Finally, it was no longer my home. They asked me questions about the place and pointed out the tree. We shared a few anecdotes and I've never felt more seen. The last thing they said was that this building is going to be demolished and a big new one is going to come up instead of it. That's when I realized it would have been the last time I get to walk these small rooms and touch what was once my life. I don't know if I found closure that day but I do know I've gotten to see the person I was and understand a bit more of how I have become who I am today. I'm not sure when I will go back home again. I'm sure it's gonna take me some time before I do, not because I didn't like it, not because I didn't enjoy it, not because I didn't feel loved and appreciation and, and accepted but because it brought a lot of things that I needed to handle and deal with that I probably haven't. And because sometimes it is emotionally overwhelming. But at the same time, it was probably my favorite visit in 23 years. And it was one of the first times that I went back and I felt at ease and I felt at home and I felt that I love and cherish this place that gave me my foundation, the people that are in it, that shaped me, the culture 
that we've lived, even though it could be harsh and difficult and misunderstood, was a symbol of who I am. I can be harsh. I can be blunt. I can be misunderstood. But I'm also full of love and kindness and openness and welcoming. And that's a lot of what I've felt and seen in the people and the strangers that I've met along the way in this trip. And it gave me some sort of understanding and clarity of what makes me me. And even though I dreamt as a little girl of escaping and going elsewhere, and I've achieved it, and even though I wanted knowledge and I've gotten it, and even though I wanted to see the world and cultures and I've accomplished that, there is a huge part of me that is forever in debt to the place that I was born and to the people I was born to and the house that I lived in, no matter how unsatisfying it could have been at times. It is home. And it is who I am. And it is what made me what I am today. And you can't escape that, nor should you escape that. And I embrace it, and I love it, and I'm grateful for all of this. And I hope you are equally grateful and understanding of who you were and what you've become and give space to that place in your heart. Thank you for listening. Thank you to my friend Ivan Gomez for this beautiful music that opens and closes my podcast for the past year plus. And thank you for those who are actively listening and engaging. And please share, subscribe, and rate if you feel like it. It's on Spotify and Apple and Anchor and every single podcast platform that I am aware of. And on Instagram, you can see my photography and read some of my thoughts. Dordor NYC. I'm Doreen. Have a good day. Thank you.